Okay, give me a few seconds about yourself. As a matter of fact, uh, it's directional. Put it right in front. Oh, yeah. So if you're looking at me through this, that's usually perfect. And the closer, the better. Give me a hello. How are you? Where are you from? All that stuff. <coughs> hey, good afternoon. Stephen Barry from Bothell, Washington. Really? What part of Bothell? I live in Bothell. I'm on Waynita Way, direct oh. next to Wayne's Golf Course. Yeah, how about that? No longer to be a golf course. Enough. Now a community park. Yeah. That's right. All right, Kristen, give me, give me something to you, please. Uh, my name is Kristen Almgren. I work for the March of Dimes, and I live in Linwood. What part of Linwood? I know Linwood well, too. Uh, right close by the, the Alderwood Mall. Oh, okay. Yeah. And this should be me. Hello, one, two, three, Gary Scheib. All right, great. You guys all set? So I have a pat introduction that I do read. It's like one of the only things I try and read exactly and, <laughs> and an exit. But uh, hopefully it's obvious where I stop and pause and say, welcome, thanks for coming. And you can say, I'm glad to be here. Good morning. Well, that's the other thing. I, I, it airs in the morning. I have a habit of saying good morning this morning. I know it's one in the afternoon and the sun's up, but <laughs> that's me. All right, good. good. That's fair. All right. <coughs> then we will get going, and in uh, this will be March for Babies, Stephen Berry and Kristen Almgren in three, two, one. Hello and welcome. I'm Gary Scheib. Thanks for listening in as we continue to talk with leaders in our community. Today should be of interest to everyone because everyone loves babies, especially healthy babies. And we are talking with some folks from the March of Dimes effort to reduce infant mortality called March for Babies. Stephen Berry and Kristen Almgren are here. Welcome and thanks for coming today. Hey, Thank good you. morning, Gary. Thanks for having us. I'm glad you're here. Um, like I said, everybody loves babies, healthy babies. Uh, Stephen, you're a, a volunteer for the March of Dimes. I guess you usually spend your time uh, doing other stuff with uh, software, right, at GE Power Grid Solutions. But you're also part of the executive leadership team for Greater Puget Sound March of Babies. Is that right? That's right, yeah. So you've got an, a story to tell about why you volunteer. And, and Kristen, you you work for uh, March for Babies, right, uh, development manager for the March of Dimes in Greater Seattle. Is that right? Yes, sir. Well, let me start with that, then March of Dimes. Been around for a long time, right? Since the 30s, yep. I think it was it was to knock out polio, right? Sure was. Yeah. We had this awesome president called his Franklin <laughs> Delano Roosevelt yeah. who had polio. And so he uh, founded the March of Dimes, and he called on Americans to send their dimes to the White House. And they did. And in the 50s, Jonas Salk found the polio vaccine, and he was one of the March of Dimes-funded researchers. So it really was dimes, right? It really so was. People would it... literally send their dimes to the White House. A any idea what with inflation what a dime should be? <laughs> if, if people want to donate a dime, I don't know, is that 10 bucks these days? I'm going to go no with 50. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's a good base level, right? yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, so, yeah, and since the 30s, he did have polio, so it was personal yeah. to him, and... Mm -hmm. um, it took years, but Jonas Salk, like you said, in the 50s, yep. a vaccine, right, to eliminate yep. polio. So as as that happened, I mean, why, why is the March of Dimes still around? Is that a kind of silly question for me to ask? Absolutely I mean, not. Okay. It's one of my favorite things about the March of Dimes because they could have just said, okay, we cured polio, we're done. Did it. But instead, they shifted their focus to birth defects. Yeah. And so that was the main focus for a long time, and now our focus is to give every baby a healthy start. And so we are leading the fight for the health of all moms and babies. Any idea how many babies are born in the U.S. every year? I mean, that, this the, is potentially uh, a big deal, right? Yeah, I mean, because it must be in the millions. Absolutely. There's about 4 million babies born every year. And so when we say a healthy baby, so first off, a mother needs to bring it to term, right? Mm -hmm. So typically we think nine months is, but... 
What's the actual viable, when you say, is there a definition now of what a Defin- healthy... Full term is 39 plus. 39 plus yep. weeks, okay. Yeah. And gosh, so you mentioned birth defects, but what other, so when a baby doesn't make it full term, yeah. what are the potential and number of problems that can happen that the March of Dimes is so interesting? There's so many. So it kind of depends on when the baby's born. That used to be that at 24 weeks, the babies were considered viable. And now they've moved it back to 22 weeks. So a baby born as early as 22 weeks could potentially live. That is really, that's got to be a small baby. It's a really small baby. They're usually about a pound. Really Uh, small. Yeah. So it just, I mean, it just depends on when the baby's born, what could go wrong. And every baby's just a little bit different. And so the March of Dimes, uh, since they put their focus on Mm -hmm. babies, those millions of babies born each year, whether the moms and dads know it, the March of Dimes actually had some kind of impact on that. I mean, I know what the APGAR score is, Mm -hmm. right? So I had two healthy babies myself and they said, oh, eight on the APGAR. And I, I, what's that? What's that? (laughs) And my wife knew what that was. Um, any, you want to go on to, uh, what the March of Dimes has done already and where we still need to go? Yeah. I mean, the APGAR score is definitely one of the things. So Dr. APGAR was one of our doctors way back when. So it's a score for how healthy your baby is. Um, so that is one of the things, um, surfactants treatment is another big one that was found in the 80s so when a baby's born too soon their lungs typically aren't developed it's one of the last things that develops so that's why it's so important to hit that 39 weeks so surfactant treatment is basically a lubricant for your lungs so if your babies are born too soon their lungs aren't developed it's like wet tissue paper Hmm. and you can't it doesn't expand so when babies are born too soon it's almost always one of the first things that doctors will do is to give that surfactant treatment and so that helps the baby's breathe Wow. Yeah. So that kind of research and figuring out that, how to cure Mm -hmm. that problem was, that's the kind of thing the March of of Dimes has been using their money for and figuring out, wow. Yeah. So that's, I mean, that's one of the big things. And now we have six prematurity research institutes across the world now. We just um, started one in London. Um, So now we are across the world, which is so cool. Um, And they're trying to figure out why babies are born too soon so that we can create interventions to just stop it altogether. Do enough mothers and fathers, I'll say because they do it together most often, but sometimes they don't. Maybe that's a big problem, too. (laughs) Um, No... (laughs) I mean, you're not taught this in high school, how to bring a, a baby to, to full pregnancy term mm-hmm. um, and what it takes and what kind of vitamins you should eat or what things you should avoid. And I mean, is that stuff known well enough as education for the first part of this thing? Education is a huge thing for the March of Dimes. So I, there's so much that I've learned since I started working here that I definitely wouldn't know if I didn't work here. Um, so March of dimes.org is a huge resource, especially for moms who are thinking about getting pregnant or have just gotten pregnant. There are so many resources for the things that you can learn about what you should be doing. Yeah. Yeah. Not doing enough of and doing too much of are, are yeah, vital. Exactly. I mean, did Absolutely. they know about fetal alcohol syndrome 50 years ago no. before? Yeah, all sorts of things like that. Keep yeah. getting more research. Stephen, uh, and you're here, you volunteer for because you've got your heart into this, right? I Unfortunately, do. you have your own story to share that's got a poor ending, uh, but there's bright, uh, uh, there's hope for you. I mean, that's yeah, why you, you do this because 
because hope, right? Yeah. You, it, want, you want to share how you got involved and why and why the March for Babies means so much to you? Absolutely. I've, I've supported the March of Dimes for several years now, going back to uh, my time in Atlanta when I lived there. I got involved uh, because of a local campaign that we had in the city. Um, unbeknownst to me at the time, um, it would come to him. Premature birth would come to impact me personally, uh, my, myself, my family. Um, so we've got two uh, awesome children. I've got a, a 13-year-old son, Daniel, and I also have a, uh, a four-year-old daughter, Mallory. Uh, in between the two children, uh, we were pregnant with twins. And um, my wife um, I had her water break one morning when she was sitting at home, was admitted to the hospital, and ultimately ended up giving birth at 20 weeks. And we lost uh, twins as a oh. result of that. Um, and subsequent to that loss, uh, we were pregnant again, and Mallory was born uh, at 29 weeks. And um, when she was born, you mentioned the APGAR score. She, uh, she had an APGAR score of zero. Oh, dear. Uh, she was not breathing at the time, and um, she received surfactant treatment. She was admitted to the intensive care unit. She remained there for 60 days. And because of the research and the development efforts that have gone into premature birth, um, I'm happy to say that she is a healthy, happy, thriving uh, child today, and uh, the the reason I'm involved with March of Dimes is so that I can use my experience and platform to hopefully advance the cause um, as they support you know the development of uh, of healthy pregnancy and healthy babies. Well, gosh, I'm sad to hear about your loss, but I'm very happy that you, Mallory is such a thriving young girl after 20 what weeks? 20? She was born at 28 weeks, so wow. she uh, she she weighed two pounds two. ten ounces. Uh, when she was born with equipment attached, uh, her, her low weight was two pounds, two ounces. And um, we brought her home after 60 days in the NICU. We had to wait for her to develop the ability to, to eat on her own. And uh, once she developed that ability, uh, she came home and she continued to grow and develop. And today she's on a perfectly developmental level with other children who went full term. So um, there are happy endings. Uh, and certainly we're were examples of that. Now you used the phrase NICU in there. You want to? Sure. That's some. That's an acronym. It you is. Want to explain it is. for the listeners. I mean, yeah, neonatal intensive care unit. Neonatal so. intensive care unit, and this is also something the March of Dimes. I mean, it feels so vitally important to be in every hospital, right? Sure. That, that cares for. I mean, like you said, neonatal in. Uh, in what is it? It's like a intensive care for babies only, right? For babies only. That's yeah. right. Yeah, for new births uh, generally. Um, so, uh, if you're born, if you're born in a hospital that has a NICU, uh, your chances of survival are much higher than they are if you're born in a, a rural hospital that without those capabilities. And um, there's a lot of funding that has gone into developing that capability across most metros in the country. So you and. Uh, the March of Dimes, let's say, and I'll say the March for Babies, um, the kind of money they raised, the research they did, sort of helped your help Mallory survive. That's true. Yeah, that's true. And uh, if it weren't for generosity for the people that came before us, uh, I may not have a daughter today. If not and for so, generosity. That's right. And so so the, that, that's the reason I'm involved. And, and that's a good, let's shift right now to generosity. Uh, Kristen, you want to talk about, <laughs> so there's some opportunities for people to be generous, right? To help some babies. Absolutely. The unfortunate thing about our work is we can't continue to do it without donations. Um, so every event we do is focused around fundraising and kind of like Stephen has said, paying it forward um, and doing the research that will help future babies. 
Um, so we have a few events coming up in our area. Um, so there are March for Babies. We do one in Everett on April 21st at Legion Memorial Park. And then we have one in Seattle on May 5th at the Seattle Center. And then one on May 12th at Cheney Stadium down in Tacoma. And uh, let's talk about, so what um, the March for Babies is. I mean, this is a fundraiser for the mm-hmm. March of Dimes. And is it a march? Do we get there and have drums <laughs> going pop? Da, 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 da. Is, is it a competitive run, one of those <laughs> races where people get out? Or just describe it. It's actually a lot like, of fun. Yeah. It, is it? There's it is so a lot much of fun. fun. Have you each participated yes. more than once? or t- Okay. Have, yeah. uh, give us the once over then. What does a march look like, the March for Babies? Yeah, so the, the ones I've been involved with were either Atlanta or Seattle. Um, and the, the one here was essentially a 5K walk, and uh, you have teams of people that are passionate about the the march. Either they are interested in generating funds, some people are walking in remembrance or in memory uh, of babies that have been lost, but it's all to come and support the cause. And so you'll find teams that gather, they dress in similar clothing. You'll see uh, people from all walks of life that are participating in the walk. Um, there's music, there's food, there's entertainment provided, and it's really a great event for the community to, to come out and support the causes behind the March of Dimes. And we have a few weeks before the, these come around, so how do people, I mean, not everybody can start a team, but maybe they can, but Absolutely. how about if uh, they want to support somebody? I know someone who does that. How do they find and say, oh, yeah, I want to give up uh, 50 bucks to so-and-so? How do they do that? Yeah, so if you go to marchforbabies.org, um, and you can look up the events and look up the people. Um, there's a donate button that will ask you to search for either a team name or a person's name. And so they can find that person's page. But anybody can start a team. We have teams that are just one person. So one person can make a huge difference. Our top team in Snohomish County for family teams raised $10,000. It was one person. That's awesome. So one person can truly make a difference. Um, So yeah, they just have to go to marchforbabies.org, start a team. We also have I I like to think of it as my orphan team. It's an individual walkers team. So if you don't want to be on your own one, we'll put you on that one so that you feel supported and you're not by yourself. Oh, I like that. Yeah. So, so Steve, she says everybody gets a page. Do you, when you start this, you know how to, do you have to know a whole lot to run a, a Facebook page or whatever it is? No, there's there's actually awesome. Software or whatever, but this isn't. (laughs) You you don't need to know anything about software actually. So there's a lot of resources Mm -hmm. that the March of Dimes provides. It's super easy to create a page um, that can really launch your team's efforts, I would say. You can customize it with photos. You can create your own goal. People sign up, and then that's the way you kind of generate participation and fundraising. Mm -hmm. Uh, We've done that uh, through work in my case. So I I work uh, at GE, and we've got teams, and we like to make it a bit competitive. So each of the different GE businesses, whether it's healthcare or power or aviation, will form teams, and we'll see who can generate the most money as a result. But you see... You see teams of people that are sports teammates. You see people that are work colleagues. You see people that are friends. You see family. Um, Whatever acquaintances you have, there's really no limitation to where you can start in forming a team. I liked how you sort of got a little healthy generosity competition going between your work uh, uh, sections at your your place of business. That's a great idea for people to do. Absolutely. Absolutely. Our chair for our Tacoma walk is super competitive, and she said, pick a team, call them out, challenge them, and then dominate them, I believe is what she said. <laughs> and then she says, for the babies, dominate them for the babies. I see. Because yeah. um, it's always about the babies, but she is very competitive. <laughs> a- any idea how long March for Babies have been 
Marching? Yeah, March for Babies. It's changed names a couple times. It originally started as Walk for America in the 1970s. We were the first organization um, to come up with the idea of let's get a bunch of people together and let's walk for a cause. So So, everybody else that does a walk is copying the merchandise. You know, I do... That's funny. I'm mm-hmm. old enough to remember the walkathons, and mm-hmm. this is before the internet. Yep. And you ha- took your clipboard, and people went door to door to their friends and mm-hmm. said, "I'm walking for this cause. Will you sponsor me five cents a mile or whatever?" And they'd get a hundred people yep. to donate at a certain price per whatever. And this really has continued to grow and grow mm-hmm. and grow. How about the budget then? What are the kind of the goals? Do, does each walk put on a goal? We mm-hmm. really want to try and raise this much money because. There's a lot of, like you talked about, there's a lot of research dollars still needed for this. Any kind of budget that uh, March of Dimes puts on these? Yeah, so we're shooting for $750,000 in the Puget Sound across the three walks. No kidding. It's a lot of money, but we're getting, people are getting started. It's getting, this is the exciting time when people really get their teams going and the barometer is going up every day. And how does that money get spent? I mean, is it all research? Is it all given to doctors? Is it, mm-hmm. How about people and parents that are uh, pregnant right now? I mean, what kind of, how does March of Dimes uh, allocate these resources yeah. once they pull them in? Because people like to know, well, I want they know they're being responsible with the money I'm given. Absolutely. Sure. So a bulk of the money does go towards research. Um, but we do have some local grants that get sent out. So our big focus in Washington is access to group prenatal care. Um, so group prenatal care, instead of um, going to the doctor for your normal um, prenatal visits and um, regular belly checks and all of that, you get to do those appointments in a group with other women who are due about the same amount, about the same time as you are. So say you're five months along, all the other women in your class are going to be at the same gestation. And so you get to go and spend two hours with a provider and ask questions and they have activities. You take your own vitals, you get your belly check, you get all the good stuff, but then you get to create this bond with other families and um, really get to ask the questions. And it's a mix of first time moms and repeat moms and people have been through this before. And so you get to really ask the questions like, oh my gosh, my feet are swollen so much. What do you do to help with this? um, I got to attend a class a couple months ago, and they were moms that were about eight months along, and so they were doing a class on the myths of newborns. And I'll never forget, one of the questions was, there's actually like a soft spot detonator on the back of the baby's head, true or false? Um, and so they had little <laughs> paddles that was myth or truth. Um, they were teaching the parents how to swaddle their baby. Um, so I got to watch a first-time dad learn how to swaddle a baby. Um, they're incredible. And so the impact of those prenatal groups or group prenatal care is that we're seeing significantly fewer babies being born too soon coming out of those groups. That's awesome. It's amazing. Um, That kind of makes me think, you know, because you, when you go to, a lot of people have these experiences with their doctor, and I can't say I've gone to an OBGYN myself, <laughs> but, uh, you know, doctors, they hustle you in and they hustle mm-hmm. you out. Are you okay? I'll measure you. I'll weigh you. Uh, any, any questions? questions? <laughs> and then you don't really know what to ask. But in a group setting, you might hear someone say, like you said, mm-hmm. my feet, or how come I'm tired? Or you hear someone else say, I've <laughs> had that same thought. How come? Mm-hmm. That's not just me. Mm-hmm. What a great idea. Yeah, it's incredible. And how about, um, like, in those classes, they learn mm-hmm. about nutrition and what mm-hmm. you sh- Is that where I opened with what we should and shouldn't be doing? Do Absolutely. We even, this is where that information and education can be done. Absolutely. They're incredible. So that's our big focus in our local grants because we want, 
I mean, dream pipe dream would be that everybody would have access to group prenatal care. So for now, we're really targeting areas of the state where access to health care is not as easy and where areas of populations like the Native Americans um, up on the reservations, they don't have prenatal care on the reservation. So we want to be able to bring group prenatal care there so that they don't have to go off to the reservation and see a doctor who doesn't understand their culture, mm. but to train providers who can do it on the reservation. So there are populations where... Uh, the risk is higher. The risk for uh, preterm babies is higher Absolutely. than others. And I suppose that's fundamental research, finding mm-hmm. those facts, and then yep. you want to go out and, and cure those disparities. Yep. Exactly. Stephen, um, as she's talking about some of the great things the March of Dimes has done with their money... Did you know that stuff before you lost your twins? Did you know that all that stuff? And maybe did you then, to parter, take advantage of that as you were pregnant with Mallory? Sure. So um, I, I wasn't as familiar or appreciative um, at the time that Mallory was in the uh, the NICU. Um, the other thing that Kristen didn't cover, but I think is important, is when you do have a child that's born preterm mm-hmm. and they're in the NICU, there's a lot of resources that the March of Dimes provides uh, to the babies and to the parents, uh, educational, comforting, um, other groups that have experienced similar things, they they can easily connect you with people in the community that can be a support system for you. And so um, I wasn't aware or appreciative of that um, in my own personal experience. I came to learn of it. Yeah. And uh, after the fact, yeah, really got involved in trying to support this more broadly. Well, I think that's why we're here then, and we got to spread the word a little more. We are talking this morning with Kristen Almgren and Stephen Beria about the March of Dimes and their fundraiser, March for Babies, coming up uh, in western Washington. Let's get uh, some contact information out, make it easy for people to get involved. There are three coming up here in western Washington, right? Snohomish County is April 21st. That's in Everett. Greater Puget Sound areas is uh, May 5th. That's a Saturday at the Seattle Center. And then the following Saturday for South Sound, folks, May 12th, that's in Tacoma, Cheney Stadium, right? Mm -hmm. And so how can people find out more about that supported team or start their own team? Go ahead and give that information out again, Kristen. Marchforbabies.org. Marchforbabies.org. And uh, it... It just says if, when you go there, it's like there's a big blank space, right? Fill in your, Put in your zip, zip code. code. Yeah. And yep. then find a march <laughs> near you. Yep. Yeah. And, and again, resources for folks, marchofdimes.org. The huge uh, one. Yeah. When the... Yeah. We also have a new, Stephen reminded me of this, uh, when he was talking about being in the NICU, the March of Dimes just launched a new app. Because there's got to be an app for everything, right? Right. So it's called My NICU Baby. And so it Say has... Say that again a little slower. My NICU Baby. My NICU Baby. Mm-hmm. Oh. And so it's for parents who have babies in the NICU. And it has some of those learning resources right on your phone. It has a camera so you can take pictures with different filters. Like, my baby came off the respirator today. And... Um, Different things like that that are huge milestones when you're in the hospital that parents who have full-term babies don't necessarily think about it. But for parents who have babies in the NICU, it's huge. Um, It has some tracking options so you can track when they go to the bathroom and how much they've eaten and your kangaroo care and all these different things. So that's a huge new resource that's available for free in the app stores. Wow, that's that's cool because this generation is so into Absolutely. using their phone for everything as a yep. resource. Yeah, awesome <laughs> idea. It's March really cool. of time. I mean, it's still like just in Washington State, thousands of babies are born uh, 
too soon and too small every year, right? It's about 8,000 BBs wow. in Washington. Yeah. And so um, if someone is not a walker, mm-hmm. let's say that I don't walk, I don't exercise, I don't like to, or maybe yeah. I can't, uh, they can still participate. Absolutely. So I, didn't I see something about a, being a virtual walker? What yeah. is that? I mean, yeah, <laughs> so talk about apps <laughs> and, and the internet. Well, this must be interesting. Yeah. So you can basically register for the walk, just not come and actually do the walk. So it'll still set up a fundraising page for you. It'll offer all those resources to share on your Facebook page and re- send an email to all your friends and all of those different fundraising resources. But then you just don't actually show up. Yeah, at maybe an you're event traveling. Maybe it is somebody yeah. who's dedicated and does it every year. But ah, I'm in Europe this week time a year. Exactly. And how about uh, volunteer opportunities, maybe to help one of these walks if you actually do want to go out and help or even for the March of Dimes? Are there volunteer opportunities for people to help? Absolutely. We always need people to make that day of happen. What kind of things can people do? Yeah. So we always are looking for people to help cheer people on as they're finishing the walk. Just encourage people. Absolutely. Um, Set up, tear down, registration. There's all sorts of ways you can be involved on day of. Stephen, how was that uh, on a walk as a parent? make you feel with people are there clapping for you. What is it's that? It's awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. So we, we did the walk. Uh, last year, I brought my daughter in a wagon. And uh, so we, we pushed, you know, the wagon, pulled the wagon through the um, through the entire course. And you see folks that I, I think joined the walk when they saw others walking without oh. even signing up in advance. Yep. And so it's quite infectious. Um, you see volunteers that are there to give out food and water. And like Kristen said, just encourage you as, mm-hmm. as you go on the way. So and it can't Great. be that hard, right? I mean, what is it? Five k? Is that a couple hours? It's about three. It's about three miles. Most people finish in under an hour. So uh, yeah, so it's a Saturday afternoon walk. Yep, it was in the morning. In but the morning, you're, great. You're done by eleven o'clock, and if it's sunny, people hang out. It's beautiful. And what is there a, like a closing ceremony or anything that happens? And we do most of the stuff beforehand. Oh, okay. All the sponsors stay and hang out, so you can come back and visit. And at the Seattle Walk in particular, we have pancakes before the walk oh, and yeah. hot dogs after. So you never think that a hot dog will sound good at ten thirty in the morning <laughs> until you smell a hot dog at ten thirty <laughs> in the morning, <laughs> and then it's delicious. <laughs> <laughs> we are talking today with Kristen Almgren and Stephen Berry from the March of Dimes about healthy babies and how we can encourage that. Uh, Marchofdimes.org has got so many resources for folks. And Kristen, do you mind if we give out your personal for info for the March of yeah, Dimes? If people it. have questions or want to double check something. Yeah. Okay, a, a phone number, 206-452-6640. Let me say that again as people just picked up their pencil. I was going to write that down. You said it too fast. Here it is, 206-452-6640, or email you with a question or comment, Almgren. so it's K-A-L-M-G-R-E-N at marchofdimes.org. That's uh, Kristen Almgren with the March of Dimes. Um, what kind of questions do people ask? I mean, when they say, oh, yeah, I guess I know what you do, but what, and then what's their question A, B, and C? We get questions about all sorts of stuff. I think the most common one about walk day in particular is, can I bring my dog? (laughs) And yes, you can absolutely bring your dog. Um, It's absolutely kid-friendly. I love that Stephen brought a wagon. People bring their strollers, and they'll deck out their strollers, and it's absolutely a family-friendly event. Um, So bring your mom, your sister, your cousin, Everybody, it's amazing. Now that you're saying that stuff, and I, <laughs> and I realize how 
I guess Facebook, how and mm-hmm. Instagram people are these. The people must stop and take pictures and Absolutely. must dress up, and so this must stuff must get all over the internet right yep. afterwards. We kind of blow it up. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. You'll see costumes, face painting, yep. you name it. Tutus are yeah. a big one. Tutus. Absolutely. That sounds like a lot of fun, and it's for a really good cause. I mean, so mm-hmm. you want to raise three quarters of a million dollars here in Western Washington, we right? Do. Okay, and so people should look for a team. Uh, do you want to give a shout-out to the name of your team? Maybe people want to join on Stephen Barry's team. Sure. My, my team is uh, GE Power. Um, I'm, I'm really, you know, supportive all of GE's teams. Um, I particularly, you know, work in the power business, and so uh, I'll be walking as part of GE's efforts. Uh, you're welcome to join our team. Kristen mentioned ways to join a team if you don't feel a, a particular connection to a group. Um, there's an orphan team that you can join, Absolutely. and you'll no longer be an orphan. So Absolutely. it's a bit of a misnomer. Now, I, <laughs> as you said that your company is so supportive, a lot of companies, they match funds for people who give to charities, right? Absolutely. So people should check in with work, right? Absolutely. And not just where you work, but where your brother works and where your dad works and all of that. There's a ton of companies in yeah. our area So if they're giving donations. to your team, say, by the way, tell your business that you are Spending yep. money on March of Dimes. Absolutely. I see. Great. All right. You guys, we are out of time now. Did we forget anything? Did we leave anything out? Did we say the dates enough here? I think so. April 21st, <laughs> May 5th, and May 12th, Everett, Seattle, and Tacoma for March for Babies. It's all for the March of Dimes. We'll bring healthy babies to, to town here on Western Washington. Heck yeah. All right. Thank you guys so much. <laughs> we you. have been talking with Kristen Almgren and Stephen Berry today. Uh, thank you guys so much for your time and your insight. A bigger thanks to what the March of Dimes has been doing to uh, and to help moms and dads bring full-term pregnancies and healthy babies. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank, yeah, you. thank you. I am Gary Scheib. Thanks for listening today. We hope you've learned something new. Join us again next week as we continue to talk with people that are making a difference in our community.